Welcome to the Fellowship Baptist Church podcast. Today's episode will be one of our weekly devotionals. These devotionals are typically shot live uh, via Facebook and have been condensed down into an audio version for this podcast. We hope you enjoy the practical biblical teaching you will hear and that you will learn how to better apply God's truth to your life. Looks like we're alive. Okay, well, good morning, everyone. Hope you had a restful night's sleep last night and uh, are at peace this morning. Um, I want to give a shout out to the rabies down there in Florida. Uh, Ruth Ann uh, sent me a text uh, this morning and told me they'd be uh, listening to us on live stream. So we're really looking forward to you guys getting back home with us. And uh, we miss you dearly. I know you're locked in down there. And I just want to give everyone an update. Ruthann says she's doing really well health-wise, and we're very happy about that. Uh, she had a rough go of it there. We prayed a lot for her. So, Ruthann, we're glad you're feeling better. Uh, some of you may have heard that uh, Mrs. Pierce was taken into the hospital. She uh, lost her vision. Uh, and so I was uh, texting them today to find out what's going on. So just let me read. Uh, this was the last text uh, that I received. Uh, and this is from Brother Pierce. It says, we are at, ra- at the radiologist to find out if the burst blood vessel, and this is what caused the uh, loss of vision, has damaged her retina. Uh, a burst blood vessel is probably due to her diabetes. If nothing is wrong with the retina, then it should heal naturally. And we will all be praying for that, and we'll pray for that here in just a minute. Ben, anything you want to say before we start with a word of prayer? Nope, just uh, we've been working hard and trying to figure out exactly what to do and how to navigate this crazy situation. And, you know, our hearts have just been really heavy and and, um, for all of those that are going through such a difficult time right now. And um, I was really discouraged yesterday, actually. Just, you know, hearing some of the situations that were happening with the members in our church and... um, you know, uh, some people are having a really tough go of it right now, and some a lot of people are being laid off, and it's just, it's it's heartbreaking to see in such a short time what can happen. Well, it sounds like some help is coming from yeah. the government, but we know our help coming from the Lord, yeah. and that's what we want to encourage you all with here today. Man. We're going to be looking at the names of God today and then on Friday and uh, really try to understand who our God is. Uh, So I'm excited to bring these devotionals to you. Um, So let not your heart be troubled. Amen. Hey, pray for us as we start. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your wonderful blessings. Thank you for uh, Fellowship Baptist Church. Thank you for our precious people. And Lord, uh, thank you for just being in control of uh, everything that's going on right now. Thank you for our pastor and his leadership. And Lord, I just pray that as he uh, brings forth the truths of your word this morning, that you will stir our hearts and speak to our hearts. And I just pray all these things in your holy, precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Wow. What an opportunity the Lord has given to us who have faith and have hope to speak into the lives of so many unbelievers as well as believers alike. We're going to be addressing that on our Friday devotional time, how you can be an encouragement to others uh, during this time. But uh, take your Bible and turn to Philippians with me, Philippians chapter 3, if you have your Bibles. A lot of you may be watching on your phone, um, so I know you, many of you have an app on your phone. You can 
turn to the scriptures here. Victoria, uh, I just got a message. Victoria mentioned that the volume is really low. Uh, sorry about that. We'll try to make sure to just speak louder okay. for the duration. And we can do that. Try to figure this out for uh, the next stream. I'm, I, can, I can yell at my people. <laughs> yeah, we're still navigating this. Okay. All right, well, let's begin here. Philippians chapter 3. <clears throat> Let me see. Let me go ahead and start with verse 7. But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. Yea, doubtless I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge, of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. How do we get to know the Lord in a personal way? For whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but done, that I may win Christ, and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Let me say that again. That I may know him, verse 8, the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering, be made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain to the resurrection of the dead. Not as though I had already attained, either were already made perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend, grab a hold of, that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brother, and I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forth to the things which are before, I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Kind of sum up that passage of scripture here. Paul is writing to the Philippian church and he is telling them that his greatest desire in life, now think about this, his greatest desire in life was to know God and to know him in a very personal way and to be like him. So I want you to stop this morning and just think for a moment. What is your greatest desire in life? Is it to know the Lord and to be like him? As I was preparing this devotion for you today, I fell under great conviction and said, mm, I don't think that I could say that. Now, I want to be able to say that, and it's my goal to say that, and that's what God would desire for each and every one of us. We're to be pressing toward that mark. But I think we all fall short in really knowing God in a personal way and being like him. One of the ways that God has given to us that we may know him is by the names that God has given to himself in the scriptures. Many things about the attributes of God and his care and his concern for us are discovered by understanding his names. Here in this passage, it says he has a name which is above every name. So the Philippians certainly were being challenged uh, by Paul to know the Lord and to get to know him through his names. In Psalms 138, David gives a declaration about God's name and also about his word. And it's very interesting here, and I'll read it in just a minute. He says that God has magnified his word above his name. 
Now think of that. He has a name which is above every name, and yet he has exalted the word of God above his name. Hmm. Now why is that? It's because it's through the word of God that the names of God are revealed to us and we discover who God is and what God is like. Listen to the words of David. He said, I will praise thee with my whole heart before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. In the day when I cried, thou answered me and strengthened me with the strength in my soul. Though the Lord be high, yet he hath respect unto the lowly, but the proud he knoweth afar off. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, and aren't we walking in the midst of trouble right now? Thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of my enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. The mercy of the Lord endureth forever. Wow, what a wonderful passage of scripture that we have there. And as I thought about how that uh, though we walk in the midst of trouble, the Lord is there to comfort us and to encourage us and to strengthen us, my mind went to 2 Corinthians chapter 1. And I've used this passage during funeral services on several occasions. But in verse 3 and verse 4, it says this, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and then it says this, the God of all comfort. God gives himself the name, I am the God of all comfort. Isn't that amazing? Who comforts us in all of our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. Again, on Friday, we're going to come and we're going to look at how can we comfort others during this time, during this pandemic, with the comfort that God has given to us? I don't want to jump ahead to Friday and want to continue on in our thoughts here about the names of God, but, but how does God comfort us? He comforts us, we know this, He comforts us through His Word, mm. and He comforts us through the abiding presence of the Holy Spirit. David said this, this is my comfort in my affliction, for thy word hath quickened me. This is my comfort. The word of God is my comfort. When I'm going through affliction, a time of trouble, the word quickens me. It makes me alive. Ben was just sharing how you felt a little bit de depressed. Well, what does God's word do? He quickens you. Amen. Depression brings you down. The, the, the word of God picks you up. And then we know that the Holy Spirit is called our comforter. Mm. So through the word of God and the abiding presence of the Holy Spirit, God comforts us. We know this verse. Uh, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. 
He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. Thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they what, Ben? They comfort me. They comfort me. My son Daniel shared this verse with me yesterday. This was in his, his devotions, and he said it really encouraged him during this time. It says, and, and this is the words of Jesus, are not two sparrows sold for a farthing, and one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore, ye are more valuable than many sparrows. Mm. When I think of this, I think of those flocks of sparrows that you see in the fall that just kind of darken the sky, and they're so beautiful as they you know, twirl around, and they're, I guess they're headed south or something. Uh, but God knows every one of those sparrows. Mm. He said, are you not much more valuable to me than those sparrows? There's this song that came to my mind. Before I share this song, I, I, I was thinking about these verses and it's like he says, listen, trust me. I'm your heavenly father. I got this. And so my dear people, I, I want you, my, my children as they were growing up, you know what they did? They looked to their father to provide all of their needs. Right, Ben? You didn't worry about it. Yeah. When you were a kid, did you ever worry about what you were going to eat, where you were going to sleep, nope. how you were going to pay the bills? You didn't worry about that. No. Nope. Only thing you ever worried about was getting in trouble. That was it. <laughs> I did good at that. You and your brothers. <laughs> Sometimes I thought they were demon-possessed. <laughs> Sometimes I think we were. But children just, <laughs> they just trust. They live in joy. Because they trust their father. He's our father. He's got this. The song, be not dismayed, whate'er betide. God will take care of you. Beneath his wings of love abide. God will take care of you. Amen. Through days of toil, when heart doth fail, God will take care of you. When danger fears your path assail, God will take care of you. All you may need, he will provide. God will take care of you. Trust him and you will be satisfied. God will take care of you. Lonely and sad, locked up, from friends apart, can't meet together now? God will take care of you. He will give peace to the aching heart. God will take care of you. No matter what may be the test, God will take care of you. Lean weary one upon his breast. God will take care of you. And then the chorus. God will take care of you through every day or all the way. He will take care of you. God will take care of you. Paul said to the Thessalonians, now we exhort you, brethren, and warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak. So let's comfort others with the comfort wherewith God has comforted us through the word of God. So get into it. I, I challenge you to do a study while we're all locked up and look, looking for things to do. Stop watching all the movies, okay? And uh, surfing the net, um, watching YouTubes. Uh, take some time to study the names of God hmm. and see if they don't comfort your heart. 
And we'll come back to that on Friday of how we can comfort the feeble-minded and support the weak. Ben, anything else you want to add to that? No, it's a wonderful lesson. I think we just got to continue to keep meditating on the truths of God's Word. And actually, as I was uh, studying this morning and having my devotions, I thought, what more opportunity than being shut up at home do we have to be able to just take that extra hour, two hours, extra 30 minutes, and just spend time just meditating on God's Word and studying and, and spending some time in prayer? You know, and even though we're we're locked up like this, um, you know, the Bible says here, the, the verse we start out with, comfort them which are in any trouble. Our folks are in trouble. Mm. But how can we comfort them even though we're locked up in our own homes? Yeah. That's what we're going to come to Friday, how we can do that. Be creative in how you can encourage others at this yeah. time. And a lot of times I think when we get discouraged and we get down, um, you know, one of the things as far as realistically that I think about, hey, the world keeps turning, right? We'll get through this. We'll get through this. I think about all of the trials of the past and somehow I look around and uh, God's still blessed, right? He's got it covered. And up to about a week and a half ago, you'd look around, you would say, hey, we're a blessed church. We're a blessed nation. We're blessed people. And, uh, you know, we've gone through other things in our history like this, right? Where everybody's devastated and, and we don't know what to do. And um, we'll get through it and uh, we'll come out on the other side. I think the scariest thing is the unknown, right? Do you mm -hmm. think not knowing what's going to happen can cause a lot of tension and fear? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We were, um, you know, we're trying to sell our house. Yeah. A house went up on the market last week and um, the... Uh, Governor has even shut down uh, real estate, mm. and we're like, "Oh my goodness, we're never gonna we're never gonna sell our house like this." And yesterday we got a full offer on our home, uh, pending the uh, inspections. And who would have ever thought mm -hmm. that in the midst of all this, we'd be able to sell our home? Yeah, you know, God is good. Amen. And uh, so, just remember, God is still on the throne. He's Take still strong. Um, we'll make it through this. And I know, you know, I was even thinking about, I remember some of the scariest times of my life is when I went to the Philippines by myself. I, I didn't know what to expect. I just didn't know what was happening. Um, you know, going to college by myself, I didn't know what was happening. I remember the first time I ever went to Camp Kobiak, such a dear place in my heart. But I remember the first time I, I didn't know anybody there. I was headed up there by myself. And I think a lot of times we just fear the unknown because we... When we don't know what's going to happen, we have to depend on God, right? Because we're, it's now outside of our control. And we like to control oh, things. Oh, I keep hearing this now. People say, there's nothing we can do. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this has got to play out. There's nothing we can do. Praise the Lord that people are realizing, yeah. hey, we're not in control. Someone bigger than us is. That's right. So um, He's got it covered. Yeah. And he's growing us spiritually, right? Maturing all of us to become more like him. Hey, and we're living history here. Yeah. You're going to be telling your kids about this. If the yeah. Lord doesn't return, <laughs> you'll be telling them about this time. Uh, let's just uh, give a shout out. Sam, good to see you. Brenton Foltz, he, youth pastor out at Loomis. Good to see you, my friend. Amen. Hope you're doing good. Hope you guys are doing good out at Loomis. I know you're all trying to Figure out how to navigate this. Mrs. Bussing, good to see you. Amanda Hockenberry, good to have you on. Ella Forner, good to see you. Beth Faith, we got Malachi Avery. 
Malachi. Malachi, that guy. Are you sleeping? <laughs> did you, did you Wake just, up. He just woke up. He's still in bed. Oh, right. uh, let's see here. We got Margaret Avery, uh, uh, Debbie Kronbach, my mother-in-law, Mrs. Vincent, Connie, good to see you on, Victoria, Trent Granger, faithful missionary to Mexico, who is now a missionary to Jackson because he has no <laughs> choice. You're locked up, buddy. <laughs> my beautiful wife, Rachel, Chris, good to see you. We got Chris... On. Hey, Chris. Judy. Athena, uh, good to see you. Hope you're doing well. Cindy, Carlson, Ashley, Mr. Walsh. Hope you guys are doing well over there. You got a house full. Oh, the Walsh. Yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone back from college and uh, an unexpected house full. Uh, the family coming back uh, to the Walsh house. Uh, Eli, good to see you. Amber. Delzine, good to have you on. Oh, I can't scroll any higher. Looks like we got Hillary. Got Butters more. on. Yep, a few more. Hey, so. good to see all you guys. Yes. Like, hey, spread the word. Yep. And tonight, tonight is uh, midweek service. And um, looking forward to what the Lord has for us tonight. So. Yep. Uh, midweek service is going to be at 7. 7 o'clock. We're going to talk about how to, how to survive the storms of life. Okay. Sorry about the audio. It looks like one of our microphones is on and one of them is off. And I think it might be yours that is off because he dropped it right before we went to go live and I think it knocked it off. So sorry if the volume was a little little goofy, but we're still working out the kinks. This is, uh, you have a whole new appreciation for the media team oh and all, boy, the, yeah. all the different things they have yeah. to go through. So now we're our own media team <laughs> trying to... Get this all together. I said to Ben as he was trying to get this all set up, I said, I have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> I don't have any idea what I'm doing either. I told him, I'm like, I'm glad Daniel Countering kind of helped me uh, navigate this a little bit. But anyways, we're about to sign off. Anything else? All right. Love you guys. You have been listening to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. We hope this message was a blessing and encouragement to you. If you would like more messages, visit our website at fbcclarklake.org, where all of our messages can be downloaded for free. Also, you can subscribe to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. All of our messages are available for free. If you want to keep up to date on what's going on at Fellowship, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, where you can see what's happening happening at Fellowship Baptist Church. If you'd like to visit us, Fellowship Baptist Church is located at 3200 Reed Road, Clark Lake, Michigan. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to see you back here again next time.